Welcome to the Fordham Athletes Forum, a place where all Ram student athletes campus-wide are given free reign to discuss the highs, the lows, and everything in between when it comes to life as a student athlete. This week, Fordham softball senior and WFUV sports personality Kelly Bright sits down with Fordham women's basketball junior captain Caitlin Dowdy. The women's basketball team is currently second in the A-10 with two weeks to go in their season, while the softball team hasn't played a game in nearly two years due to the COVID restrictions. The two discuss the precautions they have taken to stay safe during the pandemic and their attempts to get back on the court and field. Without further ado, here is Kelly Bright and Caitlin Downey. I'm Kelly Bright and I'm joined here tonight with Caitlin Downey. She's a junior captain on the Fordham women's basketball team. And Caitlin, I wish I was talking to you about something better, but it is COVID and we are now in a two week shutdown. Obviously your team amidst their season, almost to the best part of your season, the A-10 conference tournament, just a few weeks away. Uh, Fordham testing over a hundred cases, over a hundred confirmed positive cases. So per New York rules, the university had to shut down. And with that, so did athletics. Give me your first reaction when you first heard the news, especially given how close you, you guys are to being in your conference tournament. What was your team's gut reaction to hearing the news? It was honestly really devastating. It was on our radar for like about a week. We saw the cases slowly jumping and we we had the expectation that it would definitely take a hit after Super Bowl um, and just kids returning back to campus. And we slowly started to creep. We saw 40, then 70. And then we came out of practice one day, we checked and it was at 115, I think it was. And that, it kind of just shook our world a little bit because I mean, there's only so much you can control in this unprecedented time. And this was something that we've done every, Thing possible in our control to do right and it was just devastating to see that how this is impacting our team oh, I, I can't even imagine that I mean obviously I'm also a student athlete on the softball team but we haven't even started our season yet so I can't imagine what it's like to already be in season and hear that now the email that got sent out to all the students basically I'll read some of the lines here all classroom instructions which is to remote all in-person student programming suspended indoor dining suspended all athletic practices and competitions are suspended. Now, Caitlin, you took the initiative, you and your team took initiative to start a change.org petition, which has blown up, gotten over a thousand signatures. I know I shared on social media, Chase Edmonds even signed it. Talk a little bit about that petition and what went into uh, you writing that. It was very well written. I completely stand behind everything you put in there. So just kind of talk a little bit about that and, and what you guys are asking for with that petition. Yeah, of course. I think the first reaction came when we had Barstool Sports post something and we kind of received some backlash on Twitter. Of course, Barstool it has this um, mentality, their sports page, it, they really don't, they'll say whatever comes to their mind. And we kind of received a little bit of backlash about that. And we didn't want our message to be stirred the wrong way. Of course, we love support from anybody that we can get it from. But I think our petition really just spoke to the idea that this is affecting a lot of people in a lot of different ways. I mean, we and so many sports teams, so many programs around campus have been doing the right steps and taking the proper precautions. And now that the discipline, you know, is brought on everyone, it's a really unfortunate situation. Again, um, regular students um, who are, aren't in athletics don't really follow the same responsibilities that people on some sports teams have to follow due to 
staying in a safety protocol, being able to test negative three times a week. And that is a standard that we have been able to uphold for six plus months and all the sacrifices we have made as a program, whether it not being see, whether not seeing our family, um, never really being able to travel anywhere crazy, limiting social gatherings, that has really taken a significant impact and we never wanted to minimize anybody else's situation on campus, but we just wanted to show that our deadline is really pressing, especially in this portion of our season. And we just wanted to have our voice clarified and heard. Yeah, and, and Caitlin, I wanna preface this part of the conversation by saying, our case number reaching this number obviously doesn't just infect in, impact athletes it affects everybody it puts the bronx community in danger just to have that many cases in an area like this where healthcare isn't always the easiest it isn't always the best so i want to preface what i'm about to say by saying that i think you know whether you're into theater whether you're into robotics whether you're you know you do student government having campus shut down being amidst a global pandemic is a bad thing it's traumatic it's not something anyone knows how to deal with so I want to preface by saying I don't think that athletes are the only group of people impacted by this. However, what you mentioned, the backlash that I've seen online and obviously your team has dealt with in honestly just the past 24, 48 hours, I think is not only unfair, but it's also unwarranted. You know, I, my mom is she's a part of the Facebook parent Ford and group. And she was telling me that all the comments are saying, oh, the football team is, has all the cases. The teams are the ones partying. The teams are the athletes are the ones, you know, not following protocol. Those are the ones with the cases. But I was looking at the numbers today and there's 141 cases and in total fall and spring semester, only 18 athletes have tested positive. Only four teams right now have at least a positive case. And one of those teams, it's a coach, not even a player. So uh, I think their story is just written so wrong right now. The narrative against athletes right now is just very misunderstood and honestly ignorant because like you said, and I'll get you, I'll have you speak on this a little bit more, but the protocol that we go to, to be able to attend practice, be able to play in games, it's not just wearing a mask and being socially distanced. It's a lot more than that. And you kind of touched on just like, how has testing been and how has, you know, following those even more strict guidelines, do you feel like you have more pressure on you to make sure you're staying safe and make sure you're staying healthy? I definitely think there's a lot of pressure. I think it's really easy to just always point the finger, especially in an athletic community when they're well-recognized on campus, they, they're often seen um, on campus all the time because they're, I mean, they're always practicing or being on the campus whenever possible. So it really is easy to point the finger. And I don't mean to bring this in like a, a controversial or negative light, but it, it is frustrating when the first conversation is, well, athletics is doing this. And you mentioned the numbers, it just isn't. And the protocol for testing is extreme. If you're in season and you're in contact, our team has went through incredible measures three times a week. We test on the road. We wake up early to get all these tests done to make sure that we're doing, we're operating the most safe fashion. And then we're still getting told that we are risking lives. And that's just not the narrative that is correct. And unfortunately our team is, and other teams around campus are receiving a, a rep that is not fair to what's actually being told. A lot of teams are sacrificing social gatherings and I mean, as we all know, that should be the case. And it's just unfair that this is honestly what's happening. And for them to be saying that um, us us going on the road would honestly could be a safer measure considering that we've traveled in the peak of COVID cases nationwide months ago and have never tested positive once 
And it's just saying, I mean, when we're being told that we're risking lives, it's just an unfair narrative. Exactly. And I was reading your petition, Caitlin, which I, which I mentioned before, it was just so well written. And, and you said with 1400 negative tests, zero positive results in six months, and the numbers speak for themselves. And I think it's a testament to how hard you, you ladies have worked and, and how dedicated you've been to following those health and safety protocols, making sure you're doing the right thing, making sure you're not, not only keeping yourself safe, but the community around you. And I know as a fellow student athlete, I think it's seeing teams like that, seeing a team like women's basketball who plays a sport that's indoor and, and it's very, it's in close proximity and yet you still have managed to have zero, zero positive tests. So uh, I, I really think that if anyone deserves a, a chance to be able to play on the road and have a chance at the tournament, I think it's you guys. And I, going off that, what is the plan? If, if this petition goes through, if it makes enough noise to get to Father McShane, to get to the Foreign Administration, what are you guys hoping to do, hoping to do to be able to save the result, the rest of your season? Honestly, right now we're kind of just in a search for answers. We're and we're so confused. We're just disappointed with what's happening because we followed every single protocol given to us to a T. I mean, every time we're traveling on the road, it's masks up on a bus for six hours. It's on the sideline at practice. We put our mask back up. It's back in the weight room. We put our mask back up. We we followed exactly what the protocol was in. I mean, we were the guinea pigs in the beginning of this. Women's basketball was the first on-campus sports to be able to practice, and that was an opportunity granted to us, and we are so appreciative of that, and we're just asking, again, to be trusted the same way that we have, we believe, garnered the respect. And, I mean, I know it's not an easy decision to make, and we're not trying to step on anybody's toes here, but we're still trying to finish something that was is incredibly important to a bunch of girls. And, you know, not to downplay any of this but it's it's in a you know there's a, a lot of negativity in this world right now and I just don't I could see this being a special opportunity to represent Fordham University um in a safe way that we have proven to do um the correct way and we're just hoping that hopefully we can eventually get an approval and get back on the road finish the season on the road away from campus to safer locations and be able to compete in the A-10 tournament and hopefully postseason play as well yeah and I wish I hope for the best and I hope you guys are able to figure that out. Now you mentioned negativity and I just have to bring this up because I've I've seen a number of tweets, especially into that Barstool Forward and post you reference that have been very negative to your team. One even call, saying that you guys smell like sewer water, telling them, telling that they'll, some, one thing saying that they would spit on you and then no one gives a expletive about your bouncing balls and and just all these negative comments in, in a world where everybody at the end of the day is dealing with this everybody has has had things taken away from them have had passions put on hold and how are you guys being able to stay positive and trying to keep a positive mindset not only when you're reading these comments seeing this backlash but also just given what's happening given the fact that you there's a lot of uncertainty you know you guys are a few weeks away from a10 you have you and another girl on your team Anna DeWolf could you know are up having career years how are you how are you keeping positive as a captain what are you saying to your team to keep people hopeful in this dark time I think you know we're just trying to rise above any negativity I just don't think it feeding into it does anything better for anybody surrounded in the environment. Um, and the only way that we're kind of beating that situation is just providing the facts of what we've been doing. Um, at the end of the day, the emotions of it can't come into play when the facts have proven our track record. And I think at the end of the day, we just have to remain positive, remain 
steadfast on our plan to be able to finish this season. Um, we've done exactly what we've been told. We've, we've demonstrated it with 1400 negative tests. I think that has to speak volumes and you know, there's always going to be backlash on Twitter, wherever we go. I mean, we're Fordham university. We're not, we're not Duke. We're not UNC. So, I mean, obviously those places face a lot more than that. So um, we're just kind of taking everything for granted. Um, you know, just really accepting this opportunity, just remembering how special our team is and just, you know, staying close together, especially during these times. Well, Caitlin, I, I think you said it best and I really wish you and your team the best of luck. Hopefully you guys get to finish your season. And if not, we are so proud of you. The whole Fordham community is so proud of what you guys have been able to accomplish, not just this year, but the past few years. You've just, you're one of the best programs at this school and such positive role models. So uh, wish you the best of luck and, and thanks for stopping by and, and talking with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having us.